0: Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jimmy Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jimmy Knows. Thanks for joining us. I am here, of course, with attorney, attorney Jim Glazer. And uh, sports agent, Alan Nero. I love the
1: story about the time when you told me, you? I think you were in like some somewhere in Illinois, and you're recruiting a, a high school baseball kid, and, and uh, the whole family's there interviewing agents. And he said, a dog. A dog comes flying out, and it's like I forget was it a pit bull or or something to that yeah. extent. And I guess Alan had told me I I delivered pay, I was a paperboy as a kid. I know how to handle dogs, <laughs> and this and that. So I get down on the floor, and they're like, no, 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 don't don't go near him. And all of a sudden the dog's like licking me, kissing me, and they're like. So then he gets a call like a, a day or two later. He goes. Yeah, 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 and I forget what was the name of the dog. Do you remember the name of the dog, Patch? Yeah, <laughs> they go Patch picked you as the agent. Oh my God, Patch.
2: <laughs> How would you make this decision? Patch made the decision. <laughs> he doesn't like anybody, and he <laughs> like and he like you. That's if he trusts you, we trust you. So, it, yeah. it,
1: it's amazing. And then I know and they, part of the other problem with the business is a lot of kids they get drafted. I think what is it out of high school, and Alan, let's say, would be signed to be their agent at that point. Then you go into the call. You go to college, and you get drafted again after your junior year. Yep. And at that point, you, you were telling me with Dustin Pedroia, you're going to represent him out of high school, and then by time he became a junior, he picked a different agent. Mm. It's just it's, it's, just that cutthroat of business. Well,
2: so. we're, we're recruiting so young that you start out recruiting the parents. Mm. Okay? And then when the kid gets drafted and he trusted his parents to make the decision you try to 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 transfer the relationship from the parents very delicately to the kid and then you if you're successful there everything's cool until guess what here comes the bride
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so right, right. when
2: yeah. the wife gets yeah, the involved wife. Yeah. she wants her agent
0: right? yeah. yeah yeah oh, and, oh my and, goodness and and
2: culturally loyalty is no longer part of our culture wow yeah you know, people switch agents like they switch their underwear mm. you know so
0: and that's you. You don't seem like a hard sell guy, Alan. And so, if you think back to when your first, your clients first started coming to you, I'm sure you got a lot of, I'm sure you got a lot of referrals. One player says to another, "My guy's great," right? Well, that's how
1: we got eleven plays on the Patriots. That's exactly Henry, how Andre Tippett, Andre Tippett just said, "This is the guy." And you know, if you and I think. We all know Andre. Andre just has that type of a magnetism. I'm sure yeah, in the locker room, he was the guy back in the day.
0: So do you, what do you remember about those days, Alan, that Jimmy describes the dynamic well, but did, did it occur to you at, at a certain point that this is going to become a lot more of my livelihood than maybe I thought it would be?
2: Well, at the time, it, it was in concert with my financial service business. So the businesses it's ran. Bread in, and butter, yeah. yeah, they ran in tandem. Right. So I wasn't. I didn't even take a salary from the sports company for 15 years. Really? I just kept paying my my help, because I was making my living in my primary business, which was financial services. And so. So
0: you meant sorry to interrupt, but you managed their money and and the contract negotiations were just really just added value. I take it right? right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well,
2: and and so as the business evolved. It became more and more regulated. The unions started regulating them. And then my competition started accusing me of having a conflict of interest mm. with, with the financial service business because they weren't in financial services. They would say, well, we don't take care of your money. We trust so-and-so, but he's got your money and got you. And, and they made it like it was evil. Yeah. So I separated the businesses, and my financial services business became down Athlete.
0: I don't and, even get the argument. It, it, it conflict of interest. It seems like the interests are aligned. Yeah, it seems like yeah. you would think aligned. that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. But you know, it's like anything else. It's like politics. Yeah they, they, it away. yeah, they want to figure a way of making whether it's Donald Trump the enemy or Biden the enemy, and it's got nothing to do with with the reality.
1: It's got more to do with the politics. Actually, Alan, tell it, this is like Alan, just a wealth of knowledge. He just brought up Donald Trump. Do you know Alan? Tell tells me like probably like 25, 30 years ago when he represented some of the Yankee players, he would call up the Trump Organization, and Donald Trump would personally meet Alan and, 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 or an athlete, one of the athletes to show him a unit? What I mean, was? You,
2: I mean, you, yeah, well, I, I would turn to Donald to get them apartments in his buildings. Mm-hmm. And Donald would take my call. I had his home number. It was pre-cell phone. Mm. And I was very impressed with Donald in regard to the fact that of the people he surrounded himself with, you know, what, a lot of people say things about him that are clearly not true. Mm. OK, I would go to one of the residents and there would be this really handsome young black guy that was managing the building mm. and or or I would go to another property and there would be a very highly educated young woman that was managing the building. So this bu- bullshit about him being racist and homophobic and all this other crap, Donald Trump, he succeeded and he, and he had to deal with the politicians. He succeeded. He had to deal with the mob. He had a deal with all these people, and he succeeded to such a great event. And to this day, I have unbelievable respect for Donald Trump. I, I wish he would get out of the way, because it's yeah. all its all about hating him.
0: We've seen some ugly things, whether you're for or against Trump. He's not my cup of tea, but the vitriol, the its the rules are out the window. The And I agree with you. I, I, I'll give you an example. On social media, I saw a friend of mine posted something that said, Something like, if, if, you are, if you voted for Trump, just unfriend me. I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. And, I, and I took her to task. I said, you know what, I don't care for the guy either, but what, you, you're not even going to listen to the other side? Right. 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 And, and, that, and that's a shame. Yeah, no, of,
2: it really is. It's all yeah. about dividing us. Yeah. I personally was very excited when Obama got elected. Mm. And we got elected on, on the theory that he was going to bring us together. And
1: it didn't happen.
0: I agree. It, it it didn't happen according to plan. That's for sure. It did yeah, not happen. It's too bad. It's sad. It's too yeah.
1: bad. Hey, real, real, real ahead, quick, Jim. New York. Another another big New Yorker. How was dealing with the boss? How was George Steiner? What were, were you getting George on George. George was,
2: for me, one of the, one of the most fun guys to deal with because mm-hmm. uh, he was, he was very predictable. <laughs> he, he, Billy he, Martin. Oh yeah. He, yeah, and, wow. and I I, wow. I studied George.
1: How much in, time do we have
0: today, Jimmy? I, I, <laughs> I,
1: I, I, to, I told you going to love like I Alan studied George
2: gas. like you wouldn't believe it was, and George he would always come through, mm-hmm. because the one thing that he was committed to was winning. For sure. He 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 would not compromise. He would win, and the year that he was that he was disciplined and. And 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 and, Banned. and, <laughs> Banned and, from and ex, yeah, and, and he was what would you call it? Suspended for a year
0: for allegedly consorting with the mafia Yeah, realm. what
2: yeah, kind of like Trump. Yeah. It, it was similar. <laughs> similar. In fact, I see a lot of similarity between Steinberg and they Trump. They were
0: friends, I think. Oh right yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. and,
2: and George, George was was an avid avid winner. He just wanted to win. Sure. But anyway, I was representing Wade Boggs and and he had a famous affair with uh, Margo Adams. With Margo Adams, and today it wouldn't even be a blip on, on
0: isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but it was it was national headlines. Wade got booed out of every ballpark he went to. Mm. They would be chanting, Margo, Margo. Right. And he ended up having the worst year of his career. When I say the worst year, it was the only year that he didn't bat over 300. Right. It was like, So when he became a free agent, the, the Red Sox decided that they wanted to cut ties. Right. So they, they, they lied and said that they offered him a long-term contract that mm. he didn't accept, which wasn't true. Mm. And he ended up becoming a free agent. So at the time, I called the Yankees, and Gene Michael was the GM, and uh, they, they weren't interested in Wade. They mm. thought he was done. Mm. So one day, I get this clandestine call from from George, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, Alan, we're interested in Wade. I'm going, George, Gene Michael says he doesn't want him. He says, just, he says, just trust me. He said, contact Joe Malone, my son-in-law. He was the acting GM. Okay. So I had studied George like you study any... Opponent, right? And I know that he had a, uh, a hotel on the Courtney Campbell Causeway in Clearwater. I know that he had breakfast there every morning. So I said to, to Joe, I said, "Hey, it's, it's a coincidence. I'm going to be in town this week. Why don't we talk about Wade then?" So I reserved the room in his hotel, checked in, met Joe Malone for for breakfast, and I knew that George was going to walk in. Mm. So George walks in and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he says, uh, "How you doing, Alan?" I said, "Good, Did really good, good." He says, "Well, okay." He said, have a good meeting. And he went over to his table, which I know had to be wired. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had to <laughs> wow. So we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the, the, the best deal I had on the table was a one-year deal with the Marlins for $3 million. Mm-hmm. So I told Joe, I said, Joe, listen, we're pretty close to making a decision. So we need four times four. Mm-hmm. and he goes oh i don't think we'll ever be able to do that I
0: said, what do you, i'm sorry what's four times four four, four times four, four, million, four, yes. okay. four. million okay which was 16 million which yeah. was a lot of money lot then of money. yeah sure yeah, yeah. today
2: it doesn't sound like it right. so i said okay no problem i said let me know because we're going to make a decision in the next uh, day or so so i go up to my room and uh, the door doesn't even close and the phone rings <laughs> and, and he goes alan it's george <laughs> and i go George, who <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, Stop right up. <laughs> I oh, oh, w- w- what's up, George? And he goes, he goes, just be patient. You'll get what you want. Mm, wow! And, and Wade becomes a Yankee. Four
1: times four, sure.
0: and he
2: ends up riding the horse.
0: That's right. When they won Yankees the World won the Series, the World
2: Series. Yep. Yeah. How
1: many, how many parades were you at? Did you get to any of the World Series? parades oh, yeah. Over the time, yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, at that time, I was so deeply involved with the players. So
1: hey, so not, another great. Like I remember you telling me when you took Randy to Japan. To throw out a pitch,
0: You're talking about Randy Johnson. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Randy Johnson. now is you would travel all around the world with some of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. What,
0: what What is Randy Johnson like? Because he's so remarkable as a as a pitcher, and yet he always has that almost like a scowl. It seems like a lot of the time.
2: Well, <laughs> Randy, I'm sure growing up as a as a tall, skinny kid, he was bullied, and I'm sure that he had a lot of reason to have the attitude he had. But he always had this this scorn and, mm. and he was very unapproachable. I would say that if this is the spectrum, mm-hmm. and this is the worst personality you could have, mm-hmm. and this is the best, mm-hmm. Randy was was here. Okay? And it ended up being sorry
0: for our our podcast listeners. It's the uh, as not, far as
2: far left as he could be, which would be the worst, the worst. Instead of instead of the far right. And so and it turned out that his intimidation factor and his growling personality turned out to be an asset sure. as a pitcher. Yeah. And so, but I can tell you now today, after 14 years of retirement, that he's kind of in the middle. Okay. And people that have encountered with him now, they say, oh, Randy's so nice. <laughs> well, based on where he was, he really is so nice. Yeah. But Randy's a really good guy. He's a great father. He's been a great client and he was quite misunderstood personally, sure. but yeah.
0: Just one of the more amazing players t- to watch. I, re- I think it was in the All-Star game when he struck out John Kruk, who <laughs> surrendered on the spot and put, <laughs> put his helmet on the ground. Yeah. Jimmy, if you would, just remind people where they learn more about you and your practice.
1: You can call us 1-800-868-1000. 1000 with are 24-7-365. Go to jimmyknows.com, and I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek into what's coming. Jimmy just got noticed that we got text Jimmy. So you're going to be able to text help to Jimmy. Anytime that should be rolled out, probably by the third quarter of this year. And that's going to work anytime you need us. So you're just going to drop a text and you're going to have
0: instant legal advice. Excellent. Wow. That, that, talk about an innovation. I yep. love it. This is breaking news to me. Yeah, We'll put that in the show Thought, notes. That's hot off the press, Dave. I we'll
1: just want to give, uh, give the listeners what's coming.
0: We'll put that in the show notes of this episode. Remember, we're here every week on Jimmy Knows. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening.